Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Wow, we've got a great show for you today. I'm joined by Mr. Benny Mathers. Hello, Mr. B. Howdy, Pat. How are you today? Now, I'm wondering one thing. Okay. I'm wondering if Valerie came in. Yeah, of course she did. She's been, you know, crying all morning. That's and, uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> actually, she wanted to ask our guest if our guest actually watched the game. Oh, we'll have to ask if our guest actually did mm-hmm. watch the game. She's, yeah, Valerie's pretty torn up about it. I would imagine she uh-huh. is pretty torn up. Yeah. But you got to really congratulate our new World Series champion. Yeah, the um, San Francisco the Giants. Giants. Yeah, you bet. After, what, 56 years of not winning, or 52 or something like that? 1954. Not, yeah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Good job, boys. Yeah, you And ladies, go. I'm sure there's some women on the staff, too. Shouting and cheering and yippee skippy. Yeah, Willie Mays is, uh, I'm sure, really happy. And, you know, they've had so many great players over the years, yeah. and I think they were talking about that, Benny. It's kind of like, you, you know, it's kind of like seeing all the, the mm-hmm. great baseball players that have come through that camp and sure. and have not been able to see what it's like to be a world champion. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to succeed in life yeah. at uh, something that you truly love and see the accomplishment and thing, things is is really a blessing. And today we're going to talk about that a lot with my, my guests joining the show. We've got an update but before we do, I think it would be really cool if we could pull our prosperity card. All righty. This is an incredible card. What'd this you got? is so perfect for right. my guest today. Right, what you got? What you got? I am lover- lovingly persistent. I am lovingly persistent. This is she's probably saying she's probably thinking, yeah, that and a bunch of other things too. But here's mm. this card. I love this card. Change can be swift. It can be gradual. Be patient and consistent. You're bringing about change in your life. Watch for positive signs of progress. Persistence pays off. Hmm. I agree. I agree completely about that. Yep. And today, Benny, we're going to get to hear about what the power of lovingly persistence is all about. Madeline Pickens is joining us here today. She is the founder of Saving America's Mustangs, thoroughbred horse breeder and animals rights activist. She is here um, as someone that has been on the show before. We've been following her journey, and we've been following the plight of what it's like to know that there are wild horses out there and uh, really facing um literally being wiped off the planet here in our country. And so she has put together an amazing campaign that is now going to have a dream come true. And so today we're going to get an update, and an update about what it means for somebody, somebody like Madeline to be lovingly persistent, but to be doing it in a way where she has never quit, never waffled, has stayed true to herself, and has created an incredible sanctuary, just amazing sanctuary, so that these glorious, glorious animals can run free and be treated very well. 
She's joining us here today because we want to talk with everybody about what this eco-sanctuary is about, what her vision is about, what the accomplishments have been so far, a dream come true, and that's our theme for um, the initiative that we're put together, our Pay It Forward Angel campaign. So if you want to talk about who a Pay It Forward Angel is, it is my very special guest today, Madeline Pickens. Madeline, it is so great to have you back on the show. Thank you for joining us. Wow. Oh, you're so sweet to say all those things. And my gosh, this is the most wonderful country in the world. And, and to have a natural resource like the American Mustang, I mean, that's a gift from God. And sadly, so many Americans have never seen them. So now they're going to have an opportunity. It's going to take a while to put it together. But, oh, my gosh, you know, you go to other countries, and, and they come over, and, and, and they do stories on our Mustangs, and they're in total shock that they truly do not understand why we do not um, honor these horses, treat them as a national treasure. You know, in France, they, they have wild horses, and they're called the Camargue, but they are a national treasure. You, can, you can't touch them. And I just go, my gosh, they figured it out. How come we can't? Well, this has really been an education for you, right, Madeline? It's been an education for the American people. It's been an education for people across the globe. And to have something that seemed almost impossible to implement, if you, you know, because you and I have been talking now for several months, and we've actually been following the story. And, you know, when we first were introduced to what you were doing, it did seem like it was going to be impossible to come up with a solution. But I love how when you're doing something that is in service of another person, another human being, another creature on this planet or the planet itself. It's amazing how miracles happen, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, I think if you're on the right side of the issue, stay with it because you will prevail. You know, do a lot of praying <laughs> because you have to, you know, sort of win everybody over. And, um, you know, when I embarked on this two and a half years ago, I never dreamed it would be this difficult. I mean, it was such a shock to me because it was so obvious what had to be done. And what was going on was the desecration of a natural resource. And who are we to take the lives of God's creatures? So, you know, I, I sort of took off and went into Washington so naive. I mean, so naive, and people would shake my hand and say, thank you, we appreciate what you're doing. And they were so happy when I left the room. I thought they were happy because they were going to help me. They were just <laughs> happy. I had now exited the room, and they could forget about it and go, phew, we got rid of her, you know. But let, let me tell you something. Always look to see what kind of a dog that person has. And I have a Jack Russell, and, and anybody who knows anything about Jack Russell's, if they get a hold of your ankle, they won't ever let it go. And so, you know, Oliver's been my Jack Russell for 19 years. And I think I learned something from him. Don't ever let go. And especially when you're trying to save something, because what is our life worth if we don't help the next person or, or the next thing? And our greatest gift from God is, is animals, or one of the greatest gifts. You know, the the reason that we uh, that what separates us from animals is our brain. We have the ability to think and reason, 
And sometimes it can go astray when people get greedy. But if you stay sound and go down the middle and look and see what's not working, and you'll see it with dogs and cats. And then when I found out about the horses, I was appalled. And I said, no, we have to do something. So I I really prayed and prayed. I'd go to sleep at night crying. What can I do? I'd see these terrible videos of these horses being scared to death, gathered up, put in trucks. And I'm not just talking about Mustangs. I'm talking about race horses, two quarter horses, going down to slaughterhouses, the fear in their faces, their nostrils. And, you know, it made me sick to my stomach. And I would pray and pray. And I said to God, help me to think of a solution for this. And then one day I woke up and it was clear what had to be done. And it was an easy fix, create a sanctuary. And then I said, you know, the gift of land is you can keep, it keeps giving. So let's make it an eco-sanctuary so the American people can come back and enjoy their natural resource. Let's bring children in, Boy Scouts, parents with their kids who have never seen these animals. Let's create something beautiful and natural. And I found a lot of Indian tribes joined me because, you know, they have such a rich heritage, and we don't teach much of that in our schools. Well, they can come to the Eco Sanctuary and learn about the history of this country, some of the tribal traditions that we have. Come and do, you know, art and craft, photography classes, go hiking. You know, we'll have um, uh, the covered wagon uh, rides where you go into the sanctuary for a day or two days. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and have storytellers, educators to tell people about the land, about the history. And, you know, I just kept falling in love with my dream more and more, and I realized this is God's gift to us, but it was the horse that has made this dream come true. Well, I want to just tell everybody right now, we're going to take a short break in a minute. Madeline, we have a lot to talk about, but I want to make sure that all of you out there uh, take a look at what we're talking about. Um, go to savingamericasmustangs.org, savingamericasmustangs.org. One of the things I was struck by, and you can see lots and lots of pictures, if you want to see what it's like and how these majestic creatures are round up with the helicopters chasing them to the point of exhaustion, there are pictures on the website for you to look at. And then you'll get a sense of why this was so important. As a matter of fact, you know, one of the pictures has the helicopter so close, so close to the head and the neck of the horse. It is, it is painful to watch that. Imagine yourself being in that position and running, running, running. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the sanctuary. We're going to talk about what Madeline has created, but more importantly, how you can get involved. The sanctuary, where is it going to be? Uh, what does eco-sanctuary mean? How can you get ready to, will it be open to the public? Will there be other animals? We've got so much to share with you, but we're going to fast forward to today because this is an incredible accomplishment. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Well, I'm walking to the room. Passing out hundred dollar bills and it kills and it thrills like the horns on my silver 
Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Do you ever get so frazzled you find it difficult to function? Many people are experiencing more stress and fear than ever. When we react from this place of fear and stress, we end up damaging relationships and creating more grief in our lives. Lynette McKenzie has a solution for you. The Energy Emergency Toolkit. Ten easy tools to go from frazzled to fantastic in five minutes. Visit OpenLiveNow.com and download your free Energy Emergency Toolkit and go from frazzled to fantastic now. It's alive! The average American spends $16 a day on food, and statistically, two out of three are considered overweight. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can not only shed those extra pounds on your way to living life at optimal health, you might be surprised to actually save money doing it. Talk to a Take Shape for Life certified health coach who's lost the extra pounds and listen to the passion in their voice and to the story of their journey. Call 877-520-SIMPLE. That's 877-520-SIMPLE. Results will vary. Talk to your doctor before starting program. Call for details. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. Our organic-based Reservatrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Reservatrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest Reservatrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at www.reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by a dream come true. SavingAmericasMustangs.org is the website. Just check it out if you want to find out more about the miracle. And um, if you want to find out more about Madeline, for sure. I am so thrilled to be having Madeline Pickens join us on the show here for a lot of reasons. One, we've been sort of following her journey. She's been on the show before. Uh, and she's been on the show before when there wasn't really great news to report. Uh, but today, today is a new day, and things have changed. And our, the card we pulled is, I am lovingly persistent. 
Um, Madeline, along with the team of people, have been that and much more. And so today we get to announce to all of you, thanks to your support, thanks to how you helped make this happen, Madeline is here to tell us about the dream that has come true, the dream that is now alive and well. Madeline, thank you so much, and I must say, you know, congratulations to you and everyone uh, listening to the show that has supported this initiative. And uh, let's give our listeners an update on what actually has been done. Okay. First of all, though, I do have some good news. Um, I am so delighted that we have been invited to go to the Rose Bowl. So we got six Mustangs going to the Rose Bowl parade, and then they asked us to make a float. So we will be presenting a float with the Mustangs, and we will have color guards with us. We will have wounded warriors on the float with us. We will have Patriot Paws on the float, and um, we'll have some Indian tribes walking along with us. And, you know, I'm just so ecstatic because it's, oh, they say 53 million viewers watch that show, and there's approximately a million people on the streets watching this. And can, and can you imagine the Mustangs in full regalia? We, we have Travis from the Seminoles who will come down and paint them and decorate them for us, and they will be parading on, on New Year's Day, Rose Bowl Parade. I'm, I am over the moon with this event because it's a really, truly a global event. And so, anyway, that's the exciting news. Well, then, isn't that really the way to celebrate this and also <laughs> honor these majestic creatures? I mean, uh, you know, millions of people should really see this. Yes, I they, agree. They and will, and, it's and beautiful. Yeah, it's so yeah. amazing that this is going to happen in this way. You know, to, to sort of, let's just say, put this stamp on what's possible. Well, you know, it, it's it's the... It'll be a happy ending or a new beginning because it'll be the first day of next year after all the dirty work has been done. We seem to have gotten through to people. Everybody's embraced the plan. And I bought a ranch in, in northeastern Nevada. It's called the Spruce Ranch. And, and you can Google it and you'll see it. There's a mountain there that goes to about 11,000 feet. So we have a lot of snow in the winter, which give us, gives us plenty of water. And then um, it's got about 14,000 deeded acres, but with that you buy the allotments, all the public grazing lands, which is, came to about 540,000 acres. And then I bought another ranch next to it too, so that keeps us right on the highway for access. So my, my hope is that we build the town or the, or the eco-sanctuary in the first ranch, which is right off the highway, and then we'll keep the spruce pristine so that the horses can roam there freely. And that's where we take hikers in, all these covered wagons. But the uh, other ranch will be where the education center is, where people check in, and there's accommodations there. There's, there's education classes, wellness centers, you name it. And it's all on, on my website. If you go to my website, which is Saving America's Mustangs. And, and I have to say... You know, the day that I went to the BLM and Mike Poole stood up and shook my hand and said, thank you, we love what you're doing, um, it was like Christmas. It was mm. like Christmas. It was Christmas for me, Christmas for my team, and most of all, it was Christmas for the Mustangs. They continue to do roundups. I'm against that. 
and I'm trying to talk to them logically. Let's figure out a way to work around this. Because, you know, 100 years ago, we had 2 million horses roaming the plains, and apparently we're down to the last 30,000. So that's not very much that's left. And, you know, um, they've already taken away 20 million acres of horse uh, uh, public lands that, that were uh, assigned to them in 1971 with the Wild Horse and Burrow Act. So you can see they're being sort of squeezed out. And I can tell you this, I have flown enough land to see that the horses do not desecrate the land. But I have seen other animals that that do that. And, uh, you know, really, it it just means that uh, everybody needs to do a better job of uh, watching their lands. And that uh, also includes the uh, private ranches. And... uh, We'll all work on it together, I hope, because we do have a solution. And, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to take 30,000 horses the the first day. Absolutely not. Um, In in fact, probably this ranch will probably top out at at 1,000, and maybe if I'm lucky, 1,500. You know, you'll bring them in bit by bit and see how they, you know, reassign to the land. And we hope to buy more land so that we can grow. This allows the Bureau of Land Management to see um, how well this um, project is going to work, how popular it is with the, with the public. You know, we anticipate once we're up and running and all of our buildings, and we would have a million and a half to two million visitors a year, which would be fabulous for that area just for, uh, you know, the workforce. So, you know, it gives people an, another option other than uh, going to Disneyland with, with your children. Come to the real, uh, you know, uh, sanctuary. After all, people go all the way down to the rainforest in different places. You know, they go to Africa. They want to be in nature. Yeah, exactly. Here, here we have our resource. We have our own wild horses. Uh, Well, there's no question about it. And, you know, Madeline, one of the things I love about this conversation is that early on, you know, my Native American friends uh, made it really clear to me what the horse represents in tradition, so to speak. And one of the the things that the horse represents is freedom. And um, and so when we think about what this 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 animal means spiritually and um, and also ritualistically. To have them caged is such a counter energy to what we stand for in this country. And so what you've been able to do is incredible. And, yeah, I agree with you. I think that people want to have a place where they can bring their children, where they can experience something like this. And, no, you don't have to go to the rainforest to do it. (laughs) Well, you know, freedom is uh, what America stands for. And very few of us want our freedom taken away. And, and and wild animals don't need to be caged up in zoos either. You know, some small ones, if you can give them enough land. But it, it's hard for the large animals, too. There's a fabulous uh, sanctuary in Tennessee for elephants, you know. And that poor old, uh, you know, Dallas Zoo, they've had this poor, I think her name is Jenny, and she's been having such a hard time, and they're trying to get her more land now and fix up a prettier place. But it's still cooped up in a small area. And they, they need to go to these places where they can roam. I mean, that's how God created these animals. And then the thing is, figure out a way to use those places so that the public can enjoy it. Come, look at them, enjoy it, spend your money. 
And the thing about my sanctuary is that I am I, I bought the land and the land will go into a five oh one C three. So I can never take it away. I can't, you know, will it to my daughter or anything. That land will stay with the horses ad infinitum and and they'll always have a home. It, it, of course, we'll run it like a business, you know, where the uh, center is, because you want it to make money so it can put money in, into the foundation so that we can grow and expand and be here long after I'm gone, because once I'm gone, you know, uh, I'm not here to watch it. So I've got to leave a good stewardship behind, and we have to leave enough funds to take care of it. So I'm... I just feel so positive. I'm so excited. I am so excited that the BLM has uh, come around to understanding that you can't sometimes keep the same habits going on forever, that you do have to change what maybe people got away with for a short while because, you know, they were told there's too many or this or that, or maybe somebody had an agenda. Who knows what starts these things off? But, you know, time will always tell, and there's been so such a travesty going on with, with, with the issue of these wild horses. What, what do you think? What do you think turned them around? I, I'm curious if there, if you can point to a moment where there was an aha moment for everybody, where a light bulb went on. Oh, you know, the light bulb's usually always money. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. And if you can grab that moment and you have your solution right there, suddenly you went from, you know, uh, go away, little girl, to Hey, it's great to see you. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I don't care. I'm just delighted because I am here for the animals. And after this, I want to, you know, take care of spay and neuter and do all kinds of things for, for dogs. You know, I adopted a dog called Sheba, and she is a retired military uh, working dog. And she came in from Germany, and she'd been in Kuwait, and she's an army dog, She's a German Shepherd, and she was a narcotics alert dog. And they have a program where you can adopt them. Well, you know, she's been the most wonderful, wonderful dog. And it made me realize, you know what? We can do so many patriotic things at this sanctuary. We can have a center with some of the retired working dogs. We can have uh, videos that play that show these dogs working in action with our troops. You know, let's do something for our American troops as well. Oh, well, boy, I could, I'll share something with you during the break about that uh, as well. But when we come back from break, we're going to take you on a journey. We're going to fast forward to the sanctuary and what it's going to look like. When the door is open, what will people be able to experience? What other plans for other animals are there? So stay tuned when we come back. You know, we'll be talking with Madeline about the dream that has come alive. We'll be right back. A live expo is coming to Seattle. Wellness, learning, health lectures, going green workshops, and kids' activities. Alternative Talk 1150 offers you a chance to win a pair of tickets. Listen to Chat with Women, Conversations Live, Half Hour to Health, Mystic Radio, Northwest Legal Compass, and the Dr. Pat Show. And when you hear, It's alive! That's, It's alive! Dial 888-298-KKNW. That's 888-298-KKNW. The first caller wins. Complete details at 1150kknw.com. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? 
Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. Health is not merely the absence of disease. It's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge, and when overcharged or undercharged, disease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. With CRA, we are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Meet Kevin. I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now. I was at 35% body fat. I was depressed. I was miserable. Then Kevin consulted Seattle nutritionist Bev Kinblade, who made some adjustments in his diet. It wasn't some fad diet. It was solid nutrition. My metabolism improved drastically. My energy shot up. My self-confidence, self-esteem. It was life-changing. Find out about a free 30-minute nutrition appointment with Bev Kinblade at seattlenutrition.com. seattlenutrition.com. Reclaiming your fearless nature with the Net Bingham is about giving you the encouragement and tools to explore who you truly are and then to fearlessly move towards reclaiming it. This program will empower you to become proactive in your own journey to power. On the show, we will be exploring any tool that will help you take back control of your wellness. Topics might include all types of energy work, vibrational healing techniques, connecting with nature, body work, and much more. Tune in each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time to reclaim your fearless nature with the Net Bingham. That's Tuesday at 5 p.m. right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I want to make sure everybody out there has got the website. I think many of you have it because you have been so supportive of what Madeline and her team has been doing. Uh, you can go to savingamericasmustangs.org, savingamericasmustangs.org, and all eyes on this initiative and all eyes on the Rose Bowl and what's happening there as well. But right now, all eyes on this incredible sanctuary. And we've talked about, you know, what the accomplishment has been and, and, and what this sanctuary is going to mean. And what I would love, Madeline, is for you to take us on a journey because I know you have a vision for this. And I know that in your mind you have this to be an extraordinary experience for people. You know, you, you, you briefly touched upon, well, when we get the buildings up, let's tell our listeners what your vision is, what you're planning to do here. You know, I, I leave tomorrow for Nevada to meet with the um, the local people there um, and explain to them what I have in mind. And, you know, one of the things that people have to understand is one person can't do it all. It, it really takes the community. And I this dream just kept growing. And I realized, you know, if we want it to work, we all work together, which means, you know, Elko comes in, Wells comes in, and the, and they realize that it's good for their community. And so I'm going to speak with them tomorrow. I'm going to show them our brochure. And, you know, it, it what you're bringing in is 
you're showing the rest of America what their resource is. And, and their resource was untapped. You know, some people find oil wells and some people find gold mines. And Nevada's got gold mines, but I think this is bigger than a gold mine because this is a way of life that they're showing people that they have. And this is, this is our history. This will be a living museum. You know, we'll be, you know, I've got activities and attractions with ecology studies where you can learn about the land, about the animals, about the birds, how to live off the land. How, you know, we get our kids ready for college when we live in the cities. And it's so important. God, they've got to go to college, okay? And you're so drawn to that that a lot of times you don't have time for gardening, showing your children how plants grow. And certainly schools don't have enough time to do photography classes, music classes. You know, you're either into sports or into your academics to get you to a graduation level. Here, families can come. And because we've got snow in the winter, you can go probably cross-country skiing. But, you know, we've planned on internships with schools so that we can work together with schools nationwide so that they could come out here for field trips. Most schools go to Washington. Everybody goes to Washington once in their school life. And that's a big deal to families. How about coming out here? and having photography classes, creative writing workshops, painting workshops, having well-known artists there and photographers there to share and show, um, you know, this, what they have accomplished, what these kids can learn from this. We'd have campfires and storytelling, of, you know, Native American legends that people could learn about, horseback riding, um, uh you know, I bought several horses from the Extreme Mustang Makeover. What they do with those horses is they take a hundred of, the, of them off the land and they go straight to the trainers. They take a hundred trainers, get them a hundred days, and they all compete. I can tell you that eight horses that I have bought are so fabulous. They're so well trained. Remember, these horses have not grown up on um, hormones. You know, all their food is pure. It's natural. It is, and, and that's why they aren't very big. So it's rather ironic, you know. Um, here you've got this horse that's so uh, powerful, strong, lots of stamina, and and he does not want to live on the same kind of feed that, that actually the, the, the cattle live on because the cattle have to have lush green grass. And, and the horse, every time I've gone out to my ranch, and, it, you know, I'd go out in the middle of summer where you'd think they'd be up in the mountains. They are not. They are down in the flats. Because they like that sparse grass. And, uh, and, you know, they're fleshy. They look good. So there's really been a tremendous spin put on, um, you know, the destruction of the land because of them. But look, we can have archery classes, wilderness survival camp. Imagine going with your kids on a trip and hi, this time we're going to learn how to survive on this land. You know, uh, I, I was always fascinated by that kind of thing. Stargate. I think it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when, when I think last time I spoke with you, I was really struck by it um, in so many ways. You know, I, I'm part of a program that takes children for nine months, and it's called a coming-of-age program. It's grounded in Native American traditions. I mean, come oh, on, can you imagine having a, a group of youth do a vision quest on this land? Oh, it would be, it'd be fantastic. And, 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 you know, when I say we go out for these um covered wagon rides at night time you'd have your bonfires and uh, you look up at the stars because there's no light pollution and 
you know, we'll be able to teach you about astronomy. And, you, you know, I heard an interesting um, fact the other night. It was at one of the Medal of Honor, I was at a Medal of Honor dinner. My husband received the highest medal from all of the Medal of Honor winners, to, and it's given to a non-military person. And as I was talking to one of the Medal of Honor winners, and we were talking about, you know, the, the, the original tribes, and he said that the kids, you know, sometimes they would steal the kids. The, the, the uh, whites would steal the uh, Indian children, and the Indians might steal some of the white children. He said, but in the end, the children always wanted to go back to the Indian way of life, whether they were white or whether they were Indians. I thought that was interesting, and I, and I really understood it. I understood it because they have a, a very healthy way of life living on the land. Um, you know, I didn't have that kind of an upbringing, but I was always attracted and, and drawn to it, and uh, I, I've loved what God has given us. The, you know, if you were a butterfly out in space and you had to land somewhere, you'd look around at every star out there and go, oops, can't go there, and then you'd look down and see little earth, you know, full of trees and lakes and water and river and mountains and plains, and you'd say, oh, that's so beautiful, and we would land there and have clean air. I mean, you know, I probably sound a little bit of a greenie. I am a greenie, but but look at what we have on Earth. You know, we need to take care of our Earth. Exactly. So. Exactly. And, you know, what's interesting about us talking about this is that what a great teacher these Mustangs are right now for us. I mean, if we really think about perhaps what they have been called to teach us right now, and the sacrifices that they have made to teach us this lesson. Because really, if we think about the fact that we're all connected, all beings, all creatures, all living things are connected, you know, what is the contract that we as human beings have gotten into with these amazing, amazing uh, horses? And so, again, here we now become the student, right? They become the teacher, but at an enormous sacrifice. That's true. It was an enormous sacrifice for them. When you think of how many numbers there are, and if you go to my website, you'll see where we show, um, you know, uh, bands that 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 are, you, you know, they get trapped, and then the stallions get taken off, and the mothers get separated from the babies. And what was so beautiful was their way of life, how they survived in in their natural bands. And the uh, the old stallions would not read the young ones. They knew better, unlike our society. You know, they, they knew how to sustain their herd. And they knew that if they started breeding the young ones too soon, they would over, you know, their bands would become too big. And we have messed with their system. And slowly, you know, we need to bring it back. And, it, and that's one of my propositions to the BLM is because there is a... Uh, a, a group of horses on my land, and they have talked about gathering them in January, and I'm very much opposed to that. And I have asked them, really, I said, let's just sit down and, and talk about this rationally. Is there a way that we could separate the herd and just monitor them and their reproduction rate so that we don't have to gather them? And then this way, let, let's watch and see if they start to reproduce too much. Do we introduce PGP? You know, what do we do? But but and oh that oh, that's fertility control. But I think it's a mistake to just go out and do it when when you don't know you know uh, 
how they're going to react to it. I'm for PZP in 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 certain aspects. I'm not for it as a total solution. You know, it, it takes much more than than just that. Um, and p- plus, it's costly to uh, round horses up. I, I, in the end, I want no gathers. But you know, I'm 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 open to listening mm. to everything. And, but don't and, you think? I mean, this is an interesting conversation, right? Uh, you know, we have animals everywhere. It, it doesn't matter out in the wilderness. And what we do is exactly what you're talking about. What we do is we observe them. We even tag them, as a matter of fact, right? That's right. But we clearly don't gather them, <laughs> right? No. I mean, we are not out there gathering the the whales, or we're not out there. <laughs> what we're doing is we're watching, observing, honoring, and doing it in a way that respects uh, the ecological system on the planet. Yeah, you know, greed always seems to take over somewhere. That's you know, an interesting like word, isn't it? Yeah, it I really mean, is. With those well, Madeline, whales. I want to thank you for joining us here today. It's been great to talk with you. I wanted to ask you, what is your personal message for us today? Oh, God. thank God for our beautiful world. Just, just thank him. Pray for animals and pray that human beings, and please pray for our politicians, that they could finally just come to their senses and start to think not so much about people that will make money off of animals, but the people that want to help them and help our ecosystem in this world. That's perfect. Madeline Pickens, everyone. SavingAmericasMustangs.org. We'll be right back with the show. The 19th Annual Women of Wisdom Conference is February 17th through the 21st. Our theme is Women Arise, Unveil the Power of the Divine Feminine. Special guests are Susan Weed, Carolyn Sutherland, and many others, sharing their gifts through experiential events all weekend long. Join our email list at womenofwisdom.org and watch for announcements about the conference. That's womenofwisdom.org. Many of us have tried diets, and honestly, a diet is just a tool. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can combine clinically tested MetaFast weight loss products along with the support from a Take Shape for Life certified health coach. You can watch life happen being overweight, or you can make life happen. The Take Shape for Life program gives you the tools and support to live a healthy life and reach your weight loss goals. Talk to a health coach. Call 877-520-SIMPLE. That's 877-520-SIMPLE. Results will vary. Talk to your doctor before starting program. Call for details. Are you tired of hanging on to things in your life that hold you back? Get ready to reclaim your fearless nature with Annette Bingham. Annette has been a catalyst for helping people achieve maximum results. Known for her breakthrough approaches, she will assist you to unleash your true power. Her unique distance healing techniques have been empowering people globally. Get ready for a life-changing event to step into your fearless nature. For more information, visit AnnetteBingham.com or call 432 770 Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? Well, I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you're hurt. We want to help. 
We're so sure Topperson will work for you, we offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief with no side effects, ask for Topperson or call 1-800-959-1007. That's 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Do you ever get so frazzled you find it difficult to function? Many people are experiencing more stress and fear than ever. When we react from this place of fear and stress, we end up damaging relationships and creating more grief in our lives. Lynette McKenzie has a solution for you. The Energy Emergency Toolkit. Ten easy tools to go from frazzled to fantastic in five minutes. Visit OpenLiveNow.com and download your free Energy Emergency Toolkit and go from frazzled to fantastic now. Welcome back. I forgot to ask Madeline for to make sure that um, she has something special uh, on the sanctuary. Do you know what I forgot to ask her, Benny? What, what was that? We didn't ask her to have two-step and line dancing lessons. Oh, I'm glad. Because <laughs> you know me, I'm not participating. I love it. Sorry, I love that back. We need to get some dancing and some stuff going on. Major accomplishment. I left um, that back in elementary school was my square dancing days. Oh, yeah, that was awful. I remember that, too. That didn't work out. But line no. dancing now is, like, totally different. Well, yeah, they're, it's more of a pop form of it now. It's but a pop form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pop form. Valerie, do you line dance? <laughs> no. <laughs> is Valerie in the studio yeah, with us? Here, Good morning. Hang on, just one second. I switch her over. There, she's Good in. morning. Good morning, Valerie. Sorry about the <laughs> Texas people. <laughs> it's a sad day in Texas today, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, And they have to deal with the election day. Yeah. <laughs> election, yeah. Mm. That's going to be interesting, to, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody out there, please make sure you get out and vote. Um, it is truly a freedom that we have in this country, and uh, please exercise it. Exercise your right to vote. doesn't matter, you, you know, whatever, whatever party, whatever initiatives that you vote for. It's just simply a matter of getting out there and voting. So, Valerie... Um, something's happening in Texas right now. <laughs> with, the, with the sports? <laughs> There's something going on in Texas. I know that uh, the World Series, we were all hoping that maybe we could squeeze another game <laughs> out of it. That didn't happen. And definitely something is happening with the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know what's going on in Texas right now. And then last night, Indianapolis handed another Texas team a whooping. Oh, yeah. That's actually, that's right. I forgot to even think about those guys. Yeah. And I just wondered, just wanted to call to make sure that you're doing okay with this. Yeah, it's a sad, sad day. I already talked to my mom this morning. She was pretty upset, bummed out. Oh, boy. Oh, well. So, you go know, Mavericks. So, <laughs> that's basically all you got left, huh? That's all I got. Who are they? They're the basketball team out of Dallas. Oh, the basketball yeah. team. Oh, my yeah. gosh. See that? <laughs> it's funny. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, um, I, I, I wonder, do you think they did a good uh, turnout? Are you proud of your teams? Um, yeah. Uh, um, okay. 
Yeah, I think the Rangers, I'm just glad they brought the World Series to Dallas. It's never been done before. So oh, I think that's incredible. I think that's oh. a great achievement, yeah. I a mean, lot the, of first. The Giants made us look like amateurs, yeah. but, you know, we were there, and, <laughs> the and money it was good for the yeah. city. The money they've good. spent, the money they've spent, it's, uh, yeah. it's gotten them someplace. Yeah, no, They it's didn't need good. payrod. You know, I Cl- <laughs> Cliff Lee's a free agent this now, and I'm afraid the Yankees might try to get him. They, got a, they have a large uh, pocketbook. <laughs> yeah. So we shall see this winter what happens with that. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of uh, interesting to. I know that you're, you know, very attached to the, you know, sport. Uh, many people are. I mean, yeah. we get behind our teams, and we certainly, you know, want them to do well. I think the many, many folks that watched the Seahawks game last weekend were thinking, "Wow, mm-hmm. how did that happen?" Because you want to support your teams, and you do. Yeah. Um, isn't it interesting? We have this incredible. Um, what do I fascination with sports in this country beyond what many people can imagine? I mean, you know, certainly you can look at recession slash whatever's going on in the economy, but boy, these players are getting paid a ton of money, and that's because <laughs> the American people wants to continue. They want to continue to see them. Yeah, there's a lot of emotion that wraps up in sports. I me mean, for me personally, and I'm sure there is for other people, but it's emotional. I don't know. It's attached to something. It's nostalgia from my childhood. Um, it's memories. Exactly. And, you know, and it's, it's conversation piece that I have with my dad every weekend. You know, I, it's, it's a lot of things. Be a sports it is thing. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, people say to me, how can you still, so how can you still root for the Yankees? You know, like you're in Seattle now. That's where you live. That's your mm-hmm. home. And, you know, one of the things that we touched upon is childhood memories. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before the new Yankee Stadium, you know, man, you got on that subway and you went down to the South Bronx. Mm-hmm. And that's where Yankee Stadium was. And right. that's what you remember, you know, the neighborhood and what it was like to be in that in that stadium and, you know, to to be there with your family or your your dad and your mm-hmm. your you know, your your sisters and to brothers and be able to kind of be part of, you know, sports history in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, seeing some of those those ball players And I don't think you really forget those kinds of things. Right. I really don't think you do. Right. Yeah. I talk to my dad every weekend about sports, especially football, because I grew up, I'm the oldest. And uh, so my dad took me on to be his football buddy when I was really young. My brother was about five years younger behind me. And uh, I talked to my dad every Sunday during football season. Well, this Sunday, I, I didn't I didn't speak to him. And then last night, I hadn't talked to him either. And he hadn't called me, and I hadn't called him. It was really strange. I got a text message from him last night and said, <laughs> said you sure are being quiet this weekend. And I texted him back, and I'm like, I'm bummed out. Yeah, he was too, <laughs> He apparently. was too. That's why he didn't call me. <laughs> guys, are in, you're grieving. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Sitting in front of the TV all quiet. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff being a sports fan. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, it is part of um, you know this uh, the American dream, so to speak. I yeah. mean, we think about apple pie, or in my case, baked apples. That's what I made today. Oh, <laughs> you know, little baked apples and American, you know, apple pie and sports and Chevrolet. I mean, that's that's, (laughs) right. You know, I mean, Apple pie and sports and Toyota just doesn't have the same ring to it. (laughs) Uh, Although Toyota, you know, has done incredible uh, effort to create jobs in this country and by building the cars that they built here. 
But the point is that, you know, I think that this Rose Bowl parade, did you hear Madeline Pickens talk about this upcoming Rose Bowl parade? Yes. And that the horses were actually going to be there? Isn't that incredible? Yeah, that's When we interviewed her a couple of months ago, this was not looking good for these horses. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was not looking good. And to be able to have a vision and see it come to light, and now to be able to have it so that the Rose Bowl parade you know, we'll be able to feature these incredible animals. I think it's. I, I think that's what a large part of this country has been built upon, that, that idea that you can have a dream and it can truly come true here Absolutely. for so many people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we have to remember. Um, the good news about today is it is the day to vote. Now, Benny, I think you guys probably, like me, we sent in our ballot, right? Yes. Um, you know, already. One of the things that I think I'm going to be grateful about after today is over is the shift in energy around those crazy negative ads that have been played. Oh. And it isn't just in our state. You know, we actually are pretty mild. But when you see some of the ads that have been played in other parts of the country, it merely does make you wonder, have we lost? our vision, our insight to truly speak about what's good and what's great and what contributions can be made. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to ever believe that we have. I want to make sure that we all remember there is a gift and a way for each of us to contribute and, and to really hold our heads up high when all is said and done, to be able to hold our head up not high and know that we have been able to create a different vibration. Yeah, I think it's a sad day when when I am looking forward to Election Day because I am sick of the ads rather than looking forward to Election Day because of a change. <laughs> I'm just it's so negative. It's so negative. And you're right. It's across the country. Yeah, it isn't just in the state. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was told by um, uh, my relatives on the East Coast that, uh, you know, this is what we're having on our television ads really doesn't even come close to some of the other ads that are being run. Mm-hmm. And I just think to myself, in a world where we could use some positive change, what can we do? And actually, that's why we're launching our Pay It Forward Angel campaign. Uh, everyone that's listening to the show is going to have an opportunity to become a Pay It Forward Angel. And so there are things that we can do to create a different energy and a vibration And you all are going to hear much more about this. This is giving for the sake of giving. You're not going to have to buy a book. You're not going to have to, you know, download a CD for $9.99. This is a campaign that's simply going to give you things. And that's that's what I love about what I do. Thank you guys for joining me here today. Thanks, Valerie. Um... I know you've gotten over it, and thank you, Benny. (laughs) We'll see you guys tomorrow on the Dr. Pat Show, everybody. Have a great day, and please remember to get out there and vote. We'll see you next time.